This is Barkcast. You ain't nothing but a hound. On each episode of Barkcast, your questions will be answered by professional, senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell. Hi Russell, how's your week been? It's been very good, thanks for asking. Excellent. So, we've had a message from someone called June. Hello June. Hello June. Now June is a slightly older lady. Okay. She has a dog, doesn't give them a specific detail about this dog, but just basically says she's seen on TV where dogs run on treadmills and walk on treadmills. June has an issue walking, obviously an older lady, Okay. Um, and obviously in this heat it's quite difficult. What are your recommendations for using a treadmill, not using a treadmill, hiring a dog walker, etc., etc.? Go. Okie dokes. I mean, yes, obviously taking our dogs for a walk is a great thing to do, not just for us bonding with the dog, but also great exercise for our dogs, letting them to go and have a run, have a sniff and check out the environment. So yes, walkies obviously a very important part of our routine with them. Now, I appreciate a lot of people for various different reasons do struggle to get their dogs out a lot. Um, or can't walk very far even when they do go out and about. You also make the point about, uh, particularly here in Phuket with the heat, there's only certain time windows that you can really get our dogs out and about. Uh, And if we're busy in mornings or busy in evenings, again, even less time, therefore, to take our dogs out for those nice long walks and let them really have a good run and a good plod. So, yeah, something like a treadmill uh, can certainly help sort of fill in those gaps to give them an outlet. And it doesn't really matter what time. You can have your dog running on a treadmill at lunchtime in the heat of the day because they could be in an air-conditioned room whilst they're on the treadmill. So it doesn't. the, the heat's obviously not going to impact them. And the treadmill I would use in the same way that you and I or anyone else would use it for our own sort of fitness regime. The other cool thing with the treadmill is you can be very specific with it. You can just have the dog on a gentle walk going slightly longer, or you can do some sprint work with them. D- depending on how much you want to spend on your doggy treadmill, you can have some inclines on them. So there's lots of different settings that you can effect to change the actual workout for your dog i'm gonna jump in here sure really yeah so some i mean some of the dog treadmills are exactly like the ones that you and i would have in the gym they're slightly different structure in terms of you know maybe having some uh, fencing along the sides of them so the dog doesn't fall off and what have you and there is some conditioning that you have to go through to get the dog used to the treadmill okay so so let's start so i've got a dog i I, see i'm a little bit shocked by this Mm -hmm. there's a dog trainer you might have heard of called caesar milan now he uses he seems to use a treadmill a lot and in the programs that i've watched of him he uses it to tire the dog out to then do some behavioral reconditioning that's the scene when i watch that program that's where i'm getting from that this isn't what you're saying is it no and again in in response to to june's question that she's saying look i can't walk very far or for very long but my dog obviously needs the exercise and we shouldn't mention what breed it was but let's assume it's a high energy dog uh, and there's lots of other people that have that issue. We've got very super, super high energy dogs that want to go out and have a good run, have a good walk. And the owners are just physically unable to provide that for them for whatever reason. I'm not in favor of the treadmill thing, mm-hmm. it personally, because but I understand there's an, it. But can you just point out this is not just this shouldn't just people shouldn't just do this and be lazy. 100%. People should get yeah. out okay, and actually yes. walk their dog in nature. Do you see my point? I, I was I was actually going to finish with that as, oh, a, okay. as the, the final point to, to, to base on. You're, you're absolutely right. Going for a walk, taking your dog out and about different places for walks is by far the best option. And in terms of, you know, I, and people always talk about the, the exercise regime for their dogs being the most important thing. 
I've got a super high energy dog. I've got to walk him. I've got to run him to burn the energy off. The problem, if you just focus on the physical element of it is, it's like us. If you go to the gym every day, you get faster, fitter, stronger. So you have to keep going and do more to get that same element of burn. It's the same with our dogs. So if you've got a dog that just likes to run and tear up the garden, I've got to walk him for an hour to stop him doing that. Very soon, you've got to walk him for longer because he's just got more, he's stronger, he's fitter, he's faster. Working them mentally can have a bigger impact on negating that energy outlet. And that's something you've mentioned before in our previous Bark class when we was talking about walking your dog should be not just walking your dog and you're walking along and he runs and does whatever. It's like the callback. So Come yeah, back, you know, well, engaging with your dog. There, there's certainly that and it's... For me, a, a priority is certainly doing some engagement when you're out and about. But even just the dog on their own, being able to go and sniff different smells and check out. that For them, it's that that's their newspapers. That's their email, right? It's checking all the smells all over the place. It's mental stimulation. If you've gone somewhere new that they've never been before, it's a more taxing walk because there's just so much more information to absorb. In the same way, if you and I go somewhere new for the very first time, you're checking it all out, looking at things and absorbing it all. If it's the same place you've been to a thousand times before, it's, it's fairly mute. Fundamentally, the most important thing you can do is go for a walk. For those people that struggle either on a, uh, appreciating on time or their own physical inability to take the dog for said long walks, a treadmill and other things can be a good device to use to help out. So for example, if I'm dealing with someone that okay, I can't take my dog for a long walk, I'm physically unable, what you possibly could do is take them somewhere you could just have a little amble around or even just you know, sit on the grass or, or sit on the beach and the dog can sort of roam and run around themselves. Or if your dog likes to play ball, we could do some fetch and retrieve work with the dog, which dovetails to A, some physical exercise, obviously. B, really works wonders on recall. And C, you're not having to do much work in terms of walking. You're just throwing a ball or throwing a stick and the dog's the one that's doing the work that's of course if the dog does bring the stick or the ball back correct yeah and obviously that's something that you know we can work to and teach the dog how to do retrieves and what have you so that but there's always different options swimming is also a really really good option doesn't mean you have to do very much but the dog can be out swimming if you've got a pool they can do laps you can take them to the beach or they could come to Canine Point Academy to your beach club. Or they could come to Canine Point Academy and our beach club, in which case they can run around as well. So my, my point being is that the treadmill is the, the last point. I wouldn't say it's the last resort by any stretch. A lot of people use them. So other factors you want to look at in terms of why I wouldn't go out with my dog for any particular reason. For here in Phuket, at the minute, it's really, really hot. We're heading into the, the, the change of seasons, so the humidity levels are rising as well. Yes, we're all looking forward to the rain coming and cooling things down, but at the minute, it's just getting hotter. Do I really want to go out for an, a nice long walk with my dog? It's you know tough for them as well as it is for me. Or if you're living somewhere a lot cooler, you've got snow and ice to contend with, or it's just it's pouring with rain, or for whatever reason, you just don't feel like going out. And these are all reasons for us that are physically able to not want to go and do it, let alone those that physically don't have the ability to walk long distances themselves. So all of that put in, a treadmill is a good option. I wouldn't say it is the sole priority for how to walk my dog is just on a treadmill. Absolutely not. But it is a good tool to use as an alternative every now and again. Let's go back to when you, and I, and I jumped in earlier. So how do you get that dog to get onto that treadmill? And actually, because it, it's a scary thing, a treadmill. I've seen a lot of YouTube videos of people falling off. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we obviously don't want to do that. And we, you were talking about kind of speeding up and doing sprints. So, so what's the process sure. of getting the dog onto the treadmill? The, 
there's two specific types of treadmills that you can get. One is the electric ones that obviously you can control the speed, maybe even the incline and what have you. The other ones are purely powered by the dog themselves. And you can get these for humans as well. So the faster you run, you're just running on the spot. But the, the treadmill itself is powered by you. In terms of conditioning the dog, it's just about to start with. It's just about showing them how to get on it and get off it. And you just make that a super rewarding thing. Jump on this random bit of furniture because to them, that's all it is. It's something to jump on and how to get off it and, and what have you. Do you get them to get on it when it's moving? No, or? have it stopped. Okay. So it's it's not moving at all. We just get on and off, on and off, on and off. So the dog is totally used to and calm with being on it, jumping on it, standing on it and just being there. And it's rewarding. The, the other thing with doggy treadmills is you do want to have some manner of fencing along the sides. Obviously, so the dog doesn't decide to sort of wander off either side. Once they're sort of super happy with being on it, you might have jumped them on one end, they've walked along it and jumped off the other end. I've done that a few times, so they know that's the route. And then all of a sudden, I can turn it on, put it on a super low speed so that the dog has to walk. I would, And it depends on the dog. I would usually do this on leash. So if I'm stood next to the treadmill and the dog decides to stand there and not walk, it's obviously it's going to fall off the end. Whereas at least with the, the leash, I can encourage them to walk alongside me. And they'll look, well, hang on, I'm walking, you're not, but it seems to work. And just reward them for taking a couple of steps. Would you, like we do with donkeys, put like a hat on them with a carrot and a bit of a string? Or am I... So in a quirky way, a lot of people will do that. In term, I, there's, we're, we're looking at this in terms of just giving my dog a little bit of exercise. In terms of if you want to do some sprint work, if you want to do some um, high level intensity work, sure, you can rack up the speed on the treadmill. If you've got a dog with a super amount of prey drive or hunt drive or they, they love chasing a stick or a ball and you're dangling that in front of them, yeah, they are absolutely going to gun and gun and gun because they want to get hold of that reward at the end, whether it's food or a toy or what have you. In terms of just I'm trying to get my dog used to being on the treadmill, we're going to start off super slow. Nice and easy walking pace, just get him to walk a few steps, shut it down, reward, and off we get. And just repeat that cycle. And then over time, they just get used to being on it. We walk everything sort of super easy. And then we just slowly start to build up said speed um, and also time. One obvious caveat here, for obvious reasons, I would highly recommend two things. One, don't tie your dog to the treadmill and don't leave them alone on the treadmill, even if they're not tied up, just because you never know what can go wrong. So if you're going to put your dog on the treadmill for half an hour or however long you want to do it for, as long as they've been conditioned to it, be in the room with them, supervise it and engage them the whole time. Would you put a TV in front of them or something like that to stimulate them? Or No, but you could put the, the treadmill in your living room so you've got the TV to stimulate you while the dog is on the treadmill. I'm, I'm cool with that. I'll put a podcast on, listen to this, listen to something else, whatever. So you're engaged, but at least you've got eyes on the dog and you can see what's going on. And also remember how a dog's respond to us it's not just a case of, dude, get on the treble and do your 20 minutes. I'm going to go and do my knitting or whatever. I want to engage with the dog. I want to reward them. Not every step, but I want to keep them engaged so that they're getting something out of it. And it's part of us together as well. Hmm. I'm not sure about this treadmill thing. I'll be honest with you. I'm sensing that. Yeah. And again, to, to, make, to, to really make the point, number one preference by a country mile is to take your dog out for that country mile walk. Let them engage. Thank you. Let them engage with the environment. Let them engage with other people, other dogs in a controlled way. But going for the walk is by far the single most important thing you can do. If we're just looking at alternatives for those times and moments or for those people that have um, less ability to get their dog out for longer walks, what options do we have available? The treadmill is certainly one of them. It shouldn't be used on its own. And June, if you're listening, 
take that point. If you want to get one, certainly do, and we can work with them to get them used to it. But it's one option in a toolbox of others, such as you just sit down, let the dog run around you. We can teach the dog to do some retrieve work, to chase a ball and bring it back. If you live somewhere that's got a small hill or an incline, have the dog running up the incline chasing a ball, because that just uses a bit more power, ties them out a little bit more. And in, term, in time with that, let's also do some mental engagement, some mental stimulation, some training work, some recall work. So you're tiring them out physically as well as mentally. And you might not need to go for those two-hour long walks because now they're tired already anyway. There are dog walkers that you can hire, are they not? Another good one. So, again, I would, whether it's a case of, yeah, coming up to our place and using the beach club, they can be off-leash, they can run around, they can meet some other dogs. We can just sit there and have a, have a drink and let the dogs do their thing. The dog walkers are available. Sure, they can take the dog. I, have, I would caveat, you want to be careful with that just in terms of a, how many dogs are going, do the dogs all get on, do they know what they're doing in terms of what if there's an issue with dogs and other dogs that they meet. But as a general rule, yes, dog walking is a huge business. And if there's one that's nearby you and can take the dog for the exercise, fair play. So in summary, which you just did. <laughs> so it, no, that, I, yeah, the basic, just go back five minutes and, and re-listen to that. So it, again, I think I've said it a few times, but going for the walk is the most important part. A treadmill, yes, is a very good tool if used correctly. You want to condition the dog to it first. It's not about making my dog sprint, sprint, sprint. It could just be going for a little amble. It could just be going for a little jog. The benefit can also be that you can do lots of smaller exercise bursts. Here, because of, especially now because of the heat, we want to walk early mornings, late afternoons. So, And they tend to be slightly longer walks because we can't use the middle of the day. Whereas on a treadmill, you can. So at least you can do shorter bursts if you wanted to, which can also be better for the dogs. I've just got this whole feeling that in, the, in when this comes out, there's going to be a load of YouTube clips of dog dogs fail. On dogs, 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 dogs failing on treadmills, on treadmills. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a few of those. And it's going to be mental. Yeah. Anyway. On a quirk, you know, it's also, if you've got a dog with a particular, they are very good for rehabilitation as well. If you've got a dog that's had an injury, be it spinal or one of the legs and what have you, it's A, a very good tool to slowly get them back into a bit of movement because you can certainly now use harnesses to support them and get them back moving functionally and properly. It's also a really good way, if you've ever been to uh, one of these running shops where they put you on the treadmill and record your running gait so you can see which is the best shoe for you, you can do the same with your dogs. You can get really good video of their movement to see that their foot, their leg movement, their gait is accurate, which is really useful, for, especially when you're coming back to rehabbing from injuries, just to make sure that they're moving in the right way. There are positives to treadmills. Very, a lot of them, and I, I would certainly uh, advocate it. My advice, June, is to come and see Russell, I think. Come up to Canine Point Academy and have a chat. Yep, absolutely, and do your research on the different types of treadmills. Uh, and firstly, you want to condition the dog just to be used to it and comfortable with that new piece of furniture first, and that can take a few days. And then once they're happy and to, to be around it and get on it, then you can start messing around with getting them to actually walk and run. Cool. Thanks, Russell. Thanks very much. Cheers. Bye. If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy.